Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass podcast. The Ravens dropped 2 and 1 on the season after losing 22 to 19 to the Indianapolis Colts in an overtime game on Sunday at M&T Bank Stadium. On Monday, head coach John Harbaugh held his Monday afternoon presser with the local media. He talked about what went right, what went wrong, and what played into some of the key decisions that he made over the course of the afternoon. Here was the entirety of Coach Harbaugh's press conference. All right, good to see everybody. Appreciate you being here. Uh, had a chance, to obviously, to study the, uh, the tape this morning, uh, early this morning and through this afternoon, and, and from there, get on to uh, the next challenge against the Browns. So looking forward to that. It's going to be a tough, uh, a tough game, tough division game on the road in Cleveland. It always is. And we're looking forward to the challenge. It's a great opportunity and a great challenge, and we'll, have, uh, we'll be putting every effort we have into that. Uh, starting today, as far as the game, you know, I just, uh, I just, I just appreciate the way our guys play in terms of how hard they played. I mean, our guys were competing, fighting, throwing their bodies around. It's a very physical game, and uh, doing everything that they could to to find a way to win the game. And we made, you know, numerous plays in critical situations throughout the course of the game. It was one of those games, probably where. You know, there were probably more critical moments and critical plays, situations in that game than any game I can remember in a long time. It was just a very unique, different kind of a game. And uh, we made a lot of them, and other ones we didn't make, and other ones they made. You know, it was just one of those kind of a crazy games. And, and unfortunately, we came out in the short end of it. But when you watch the, the tape, you know, I don't, want, I don't want, you know, from a coaching perspective, it's really important not to let the outcome blur, you know, the facts. And, and when you watch the tape, the fact of the matter is, is we got a bunch of guys that play their hearts out and, uh, and are physical and tough and accountable and, uh, and are trying to do everything they can to find a way to win the game. And when, you're, when, you, when you have that as a coach, you're happy because you can build on that. And it's, it's early. You know, it's, it's the third game of the season. Uh, the difference between being 2-1 and one and 3-0 and oh is, uh, is, you know, it's, it's, it's a significant thing. You'd much rather be 3-0 and oh than 2-1. and one, But... It's, uh, it's one game early in the season, and so it's not so much about whether you're 3-0 or 2-1 and one right now. It's what you do with it going forward and how you build on it. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, you know, our guys, we make no excuses. You know, we acknowledge our errors, and we move on to the next game. You know, it's a week-to-week league. So uh, that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to is this week and getting to work on what we got to get better at. So we pinpoint what those things are. We go to work and, and try to define ourselves as a football team and See what we can become. What questions do you have? John, can you take us through the confusion around the two-minute warning where the, where the refs moved the, I mean, it seems like they did two two-minute warnings and 
nobody really knew what was going on. Yeah, you know, hey, you know, we'll take responsibility for that. We didn't, we didn't, in the, in the confusion of all that, it was chaotic, I, 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 which I didn't realize at the time, but uh, I think uh, uh, Gardner stepped out of, out of the back of the end zone, right? So they ruled it 158, which changes everything in terms of the clock management. And while that was going on, we were in the huddle and, and uh, you know, we made the, the determination that we were going to fair catch anything because we were looking at an onside kick, pop-up kick, those kind of things for them to try to get the ball back. So the, the smart play was to get the, you know, to, to fair catch anything. And, uh, and we did not do the job we needed to do to communicate to our guys after the change was made, once they were on the field, that, uh, that uh, you know, that changed. And, you know, we might have thought we did. We might have, you know, that's, that's the way it goes in communication. So... We just got to do a better job communicating. I think communication is the basis for everything, especially in football, especially in the heat of battle. You know, finding a way to communicate clearly, and we just didn't get that done. I'll take responsibility for that. We just got to be better at that. That should not have been a fair catch. We knew it, and uh, we didn't get the word to Zay like we needed to. Quick, in, the, in overtime, there were two possible no calls, uh, both of involving Zay uh, on the run face mask and then the potential defense. Have you heard anything back from the legal news? No, we, uh, the, process, the way the procedure works is you, you on Monday you, you list the plays that you want them to look at and you send them in. So, and it's got to be written for them. You can't really call and ask. Yeah, you're not really allowed to do that. So, um, but those would be two plays yeah, yeah, we'll be sending those in for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to get some clarification on those. And not just those. I mean, a lot of the things are things that, you know, you just ask for clarification on, you know, how they see a certain play, you know, how are they going to rule things going forward. But uh, those will there'll definitely be two that we'll be asking about. You said it was uh, chaotic during the uh, safety punt situation. During that time, was there, were you contemplating calling a timeout or once you realized that you couldn't get the call in, was it kind of like, we'll just let it go? How, how was that? Well we, we, well, we thought we had to call in. So that was really, but no, looking back on it, I think right away afterwards, we all said to ourselves, we should have called timeout. So at, yes, I mean, if we'd have kind of had a, looking back on it in hindsight, we should have called timeout and that we would have made it more clear. So I think, I know we'll learn from that. John, John, one last in that play, Duvernay was up at the line and I think in Zay Flowers was the back guy, right? Um, was you expecting some sort of like really short kick there on the free kick? Like, I, I'm just, I guess I don't understand. Yeah, well, if it was 158, that's what you think you're going to get. So, yeah, 158 is a very good chance for an onside kick because if not, you're looking at 20, 25 seconds, you know, after you punt if you don't, if you don't gain any yards. So we thought for sure we were defending. That's why the hands team was out there. Uh, that's exactly what we thought we were going to get. And then it kind of got changed in the process of that. It wasn't. You know, it's nobody. It's not anybody's fault but ours. You know, we didn't understand exactly quick enough in terms of that it was going to be over two minutes left. You know, when the ball was kicked, and by the time we did, we didn't get the thing communicated like we needed to to the guys out there, and that's on us. It's on us, 100%. Take full responsibility for it. I'll take full responsibility for it. John mentioned um, ball security issues yesterday. Guys know that they need to hold on the ball. Um, what do you attribute those issues to? Is it lack of focus? Is it the fact that you've got some guys in there, obviously with injuries and so forth, who getting more snaps than normal? What did it ultimately come down yeah, to? Yeah, I mean, there's no any one, you know, overarching theme 
uh, to different situations. I mean, every situation is different, you know. So you coach every situation individually, and you make a big emphasis on it. It's always a big emphasis for us. It's like the number one thing, you know, is taking care of the football. It has to be, and we have to become great at that uh, in order to win football games. And we all understand that. I mean, everybody knows it. So we'll, we'll work on it even more and even harder because it's something that's come up now, you know, and we got can't be making excuses for it. There's no, there's no okay. It's not okay. Everybody knows it. Um, it's challenging, no doubt. I mean, it's, it's the NFL now. It's challenging. You know, they're trying to get the ball out. We're trying to get the ball out. That's the name of the game. And you've got to be great at protecting the football. You've been using Gus Edwards to kind of close out games to physicality. Uh, how challenging was it to try it in all plays at the end there to try and run out the clock, not having Gus do uh, injury, and having two guys that were uh, the practice block injury was called up side this week? What was the last thing? The last part? How hard was it to uh, kind of find the plays and, and, and did that all? decision-making. Right. I mean, you know, we absolutely. You just want, you want to call the plays that are going to give you a chance to do two things. You want to run the time and you want, to, you, want to, you want to get the first down, you know. So those two things came into play. We had the penalty that stopped the clock. That was, that was a real tough one there. Um, uh, trying to, you know, get, get the ball in the perimeter and try to get it on third and long. The fact that we wouldn't have wanted to have been in third and long, obviously. We'd like to have created some yards before that. So you know, it's always challenging, but it's something you got to do. I mean, you got to get it done. Closing out the game is the way to win the game. You know, we got that's something we have to be good at this year. I mean, it's really important, and we can't be we can't be looking for you know, you know, reasons why it's challenging. To your question, I mean, we've got to be looking for reasons, ways to get the job done, and, and we are, and we will, we will get the job done in that area this year. Concussion protocol. Uh, I don't know the exact detail of where he's at right now. I haven't heard. I don't know. The, I don't know how it's defined right now. He's in. He's in evaluation. I guess is the best thing to say. I don't know where he's at in the stage. What stage he's at? You feel you might have to make a move at running back. With, uh, you know, I think all that's up in the air right now. We'll just see where we're at. And it's, we're just early. It's Monday. You know, there's guys get evaluated on Monday. John, you guys are down to two healthy backs after that. After that game, you're missing your starting edge guys. Some of your special teams guys hurt. Are you starting to feel like some of these injuries are kind of just a little too much to bear right now? I mean, every healthy guy you had on your roster play was in uniform yesterday. Yeah, right. Well, no, we don't feel like it's too much to bear. You know, uh, to the, to the you know the way you stated the question, absolutely not. You know, we've got guys that can get the job done, but. It's definitely relevant, you know. It's definitely something that we're contending with. We have to. It's uh, it's where we're at right now. Like I said before, the good the good side is that the guys are coming back. You know, the the, the downside is not coming back. All of them aren't coming back right now. You know, or they aren't, haven't already been there. So, but we'll, we'll coach the guys, and the guys will step up and play. You saw guys play very well yesterday, uh, but that's just part of it, and we'll just keep working through it. Like I said, no excuses. Uh, just get ready for the next game. How's Ajabo doing with his ankle? And then to go along with that, Davis Robinson and Jeremiah Moon had to play more than you probably would have anticipated. How do you think they ended up? Yeah, I mean, I think they played well. They played hard and played tough, you know, and that was good to see, like, just like you expect them to play. And, uh, yeah, David's uh, being evaluated there, so he's got the ankle issue. We'll see where it's at. Um, just it goes to the last question exactly. It's kind of where we're at. Uh, speaking of injuries, i on a job of ankle, you know, ribs. Uh, I think uh, Wallace had a hamstring. Any, any 
I said it's just Monday. You know, we're figuring it out. We'll be evaluated today. Secondly, um, you know, you guys have had a lot of injuries this year, in recent years. Why do you think that's the case? Well, if you look at each injury this year, they've almost all been uh, guys getting caught in piles. It's all been football contact related injuries. So that's what you're looking at this year. I don't think you can have a theme for that other than it's football. That's the way it's been. How do you anticipate anybody practicing this week that um, was asked last week or weeks prior? In terms yeah, of we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we're working on that right now. You know, still a week away. And maybe the people that are eligible to come back after four weeks, Ty Spouser, Keaton Mitchell, is your sense they're on pace to do that or it's too early to know? No, it's, we kind of know where they're at. Um, We'll, we'll get there next week. You know, let's cross that bridge next week when we get there, okay? John, there are, uh, I could be mistaken, but I think two of the sacks that Lamar took from how the play and what it looked like they were designed, QB draws. I mean, was that just a play where you kind of take your cap to Indy for getting to him beforehand? Yeah, each, each of those are different. You know, they're, 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 some of them were, we had a number of design QB draws that also have their RPO type plays. There's plays like that that are in the offense. Everybody runs plays like that. So different plays, they play out different ways. You know, and those certain plays, the two sacks played out certain ways each play, you know. Um, we look at that stuff in, in great detail. It's not something I can really lay out in a press conference, you know. If we put the tape up there, maybe we could show you and talk about it, but it's kind of not what we're, it's not traditional to do that, you know. Um, but there, uh, there are plays that we can definitely execute better, that's for sure. In general, I guess, how would you say Lamar did against you know, those blitzes? I think cover one was the, the main kind of bugger. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think he did well. I mean, there was, yeah, there was, they made some plays, you know, but we made some plays too, you know, and I thought he got the ball out on time numerous times well. Other times, you know, he, he was forced to hold the ball a little bit. And they got to him a couple times that way, but also he got out of it a couple times that way, and he dropped it down a couple times. So, uh, you know, that's just continue to chase perfection. You know, continue to to try to uh, build on on you know what we're doing and get better. That's really what it is. I mean, it's a process. It's week to week, and you got to keep building on the next week because you, know, you just keep moving forward. And if you get, we'll get better, we'll improve, we'll clean stuff up, we'll, we'll figure out our identity as we go. Just like every team in the National Football League does that. You know, and along the way. While you do that, you want to win these early games as many as you can, obviously, because that, that's stacking wins. And so that's what we'll continue to try to do next couple of weeks. It's a long season for a reason. It's a National Football League. And the one true champion will be the team that is, you know, is, becomes the best team and proves themselves to be the best team over the course of the season. You don't crown the champion in week three. They never have. And it's not going to happen this year either. So whatever you think about a team right now is fine. That's where it's at right now. It, it, it's all about where it goes from here, you know, and our guys understand that. And that's whether you win or lose. You, you know, we're happy last week that we won, but we know we got to get better. You know, we're disappointed this week that we lost, but we know we got to get better, you know, and that's what we're working on. Yesterday, Patrick Queen attributed the uh, Colts' successful run day to some lack of communications on the defensive side. What did you see on film as to why the Colts were? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they got a couple balls bounced outside on us. You know, that was really the bottom line. We, we did a good job against the run, except for, I think, four plays, you know, that, that got usually pretty much bounced outside of the defense. So, uh, yeah, there were reasons for that. There were technical reasons for that. Uh, communication, I guess, is a way to say it very generally, but it's just more uh, technical reasons that we can, we can play those better, and we will. Darrell Worley, I think, had 102 snaps. 
Jeremiah Moon, 64. Say, say, who had one? Uh, sorry. Darrell Worley had 102 snaps yesterday. Jeremiah Moon, 64. Oh, a defense. That's defense. defense. Sorry, combined, yes. Combined. Total snaps. You had a lot of guys. Darrell Worley. Darryl Worley. Darryl Worley. Yes. Uh, Jeremiah Moon, Tavius Robinson. All, all those guys had a you know, large snap share. How much stress, uh, going back to the injuries, does it put on the team at large when you've got those guys who aren't used to logging that many snaps, frankly? Yeah, yeah, it's too many snaps, obviously. You, you played five quarters, you know. Uh, Darrell was out there for most every defensive snap and numerous special team snap. We, we were finding ways to get him out of there on special teams toward the end. Uh, you don't really plan on playing 88 plays on defense. Uh, so that's tough, you know, and that's the challenge right now. And, um, but that's the way it went. That's the way the game went. When you have, especially at one position like running back, and you're shuffling through running backs, different running backs, how much does that change your running scheme? Do you does it change with different, or do you just go, hey, this is our scheme, let's try to fit these guys into it? Well, no. Well, guys do certain things well, and you want guys to be doing the run the plays that they run best. But you also can't become predictable that way. So it's a little bit of both. I guess related that with Kyle Hamilton. I mean, there was so much talk this year with Chuck Clark going to be back and be a traditional safety, and yet. When you watch the way he played yesterday, um, do you foresee that being more of his role going forward? Not to give away too much strategy, but do you see him as much in the slot as back at safety? Uh, I think it remains to be seen. No, I don't see. I don't see that necessarily. I think he plays safety, but uh, he played in the slot quite a bit in this game. We played we played a three safety type of a defense in this game, partly personnel, partly game plan. I would say, uh, dictated by both probably, but he definitely plays well in there. I mean, it's definitely something that you have to think about because he's kind of a difference maker down in there. You know, he makes sacks, bats balls down. He, he, he covers, you know, he covers downs, number one, one-on-one, -on -one, numerous times of man coverage. You know, that's pretty, pretty impressive. So, yeah, I think I just played super well uh, doing that. He, he plays well when he's back, super well when he's playing back, too. He's just real happy with the way he's playing. And we're going to use him in different spots. John Lamar didn't end up throwing downfield very much. Was that kind of the game plan going in? Obviously, had a lot of success with it on the first couple of drives, or was that more dictated by the way the game went? I think it's more dictated by the way the game went. You know. Resigned? Did Josh? Is Josh Johnson back? Yes. Was it to the practice? No, he's back to the regular roster. Okay, he did. That's what he was asking. Yeah, he signed to the roster. He'll be back on the roster. Fifty-three roster. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did that basically because we needed to have enough guys who were healthy, active. And I'll just say this about Josh, if I can, if it's okay. Um, for, him to, for him to do that, because as a veteran, he has a choice to do that. You know, we asked him to do that. It wasn't like we required him to do that. And he was, he was good about it because he knew it was the best thing for this week. I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. You said when you were watching the tape that uh, you were impressed with how hard your guys worked, uh, something kind of hang your head on. Were there any other takeaways that you caught that maybe you want to share? Anything else that you really saw when you were going through it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I did bring a, li I brought a list of the situations, you know, that we, that we did well. You know, I was, I was just, I was happy with so many things that we did in the game. You know, I'm not happy with the outcome, not happy with, uh, you know, some of the things that happened, but, uh, you know, the execution in certain areas, but you just have to understand and realize that that is part and parcel to growing your football team. 
you know, especially when you're a young football team and you've got some young guys out there playing and all that. And I don't think it's really, it's nice to come out of the gates. You know, it's nice to win every game early on because it puts you in great position. And we still hope to do that. You know, we have an opportunity in the next two weeks. We're going on the road for three weeks in a row. We've got an opportunity to play two division teams on the road. We'll have in our first five games, three of our division road games behind us. You know, man, if you can get, get some wins in those three games, you are ahead of the count really well. So, you know, that's kind of what we're focused on right now. And I just, I know we're playing hard. Yes, it's not ideal that we have, you know, all these, you know, guys out because of these injuries. It's not ideal. But like I said, we're not making excuses for that. We trust the guys that are going, going in there to play well. And our guys are going to go play their hearts out. And uh, Lamar Jackson is going to play his heart out. And these receivers are going to play their hearts out in the offensive line. And, you know, you look at, you look at our team, I, I, I feel really good about our team. I love our team. You know, I love our team. I love the way they practice. I love the way they play. I can, I can, in my mind, I can picture guys throwing their bodies in there on kickout blocks and all the other things that were happening in the game. Corners covering downfield. You asked me about throwing downfield, you know, and they didn't throw downfield either. You know, we, we had, they completed one pass downfield. It was a, and a guy made an amazing catch, Pittman did. You know, so give him credit for that. That's football in the National Football League. So let's Let's just keep building on all the good things. Let's not make excuses for the things we can do better. Our guys never do. They just go to work on correcting them. And, and that process goes on. And that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's always a moving target. It's always a moving target with the goal toward constant improvement. And uh, I love our guys. And I, I believe they'll go to work this week. And we'll go out to Cleveland and we'll throw everything out that we got out there. And if we play our best football, we'll win the game. You know, and that'll be, that'll be our goal. That was head coach John Harbaugh during his Monday afternoon press conference. The Ravens are clearly turning the page and looking ahead to the upcoming matchup against Cleveland Browns. It's going to be a big stretch for this team. They get back on the practice field on Wednesday, and we will continue to bring you Ravens Press Pass podcast on Wednesday once the players and Coach Harbaugh meet with the media again. In the meantime, if you want more of a breakdown from Sunday's game, check out the Lounge Podcast. Ryan Mink and I will give you a full breakdown on everything that happened during Sunday's game against the Colts. That's it for us here today, but stay tuned later this week for another episode of the Press Pass Podcast coming to you on Wednesday. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.